0: Welcome to the Crimson Circle. We're here in Louisville, Colorado at the Crimson Circle studio. We're here with you, for you. We have an incredible live audience very from very many different places. And it's an incredible honor to be able to reach to all of you. We feel you. Thank you for being here. The Crimson Circle material reaches all over the globe and it is an incredible honor and humbling to be here with you, to be here with Jeffrey Hoppe, getting ready to channel Adamus. Getting ready to channel Adamus. So, as always, we're invited to start each of these special special experiences with the deep and conscious breath. So I invite you, each of us, to take the good deep breath, to breathe deeply, fully into your body. That good deep breath is a connection. The body, the soul, the I am, the human, the master, all of it coming together with a deep and conscious breath. Yes, we breathe. We all breathe. But this is an invitation to take a deep breath, a conscious breath that serves you, (coughs) that serves each of us. That conscious breath that really, really allows the energy to serve you, to serve each of us. Take the good deep breath as we start this session with Adamus. Take that good deep breath.
1: Hmm. I am that I am. Adamas of Saint Germain. Let's take a good, deep breath, dear friends, as we start this gathering. It's really just a recording of your journey. That's all it is—just a recording of your journey. A journey of a thousand or more lifetimes. Hmm. A journey of such joys. A journey of a lot of hardships. A lot of searching. A lot of questioning. A lot of dark nights. But this is all really a recording of the history. And the finest part of the recording that we're doing, this, this very historic um, journey of a, of a group all around the world who's coming into embodied enlightenment, uh, really the, the crux of it, where we're really getting into the, the good chapters, is in the Master's life, the Master's life. It's Somebody wants to really understand what we're doing when we get to this point on the journey. Master's life That's what it's all about. We've recorded seven so far. It's your story. It's what you're learning. It's what's in your heart. Others will come years from now. Not right away, but years from now. Others will come and they'll see what you've been through. They'll hear the stories of many, many humans. Who have gone from the really the depths, the irritations, the frustrations, the anxieties of lifetimes on earth and how you emerged? It's a beautiful story, and we're capturing it, of course, in every shroud. How many shrouds have we done now together since Tobias's time? 1999 hundreds? How many? how many gatherings have we had, workshops. I, 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 feel, yeah, I feel it's just been a moment since our last gathering, the one in Denmark and Norway. I barely had time to go back to the Ascended Masters Club, have a cup of coffee, use the toilet. <laughs> I know I don't really need to use the toilet, I just like to use the toilet. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things you do as a human you take for granted. Using a toilet—it's the nice, quiet time. It's a time of relief <laughs> and release. So, yeah, I still go to the toilet. Uh, don't have to, but want to. <laughs> it was barely a moment ago that I was at the Ascended Masters Club, and now here. Oh, and and what gatherings we had in Scandinavia! Beautiful, beautiful chambre. Beautiful information. And again, the information isn't coming from me. I'm with Caldron and with Linda. I'm putting it into words, but it's your journey, it's your story. It's exciting to see how it's unfolding. There were some points a couple years ago where it was a little frustrating. Uh, we'd kind of hit some snags. We weren't getting through them. I got a little annoyed with Shambra, I have to say. Not that it ever showed, I'm sure, but just <laughs> <laughs> I get a little annoyed. It was our Machio time together. You were immersed in Machio. I'm trying to pull you out of it. Machio is your spiritual bias, your distractions, your, your spiritual noise. And it happens to everyone. Everyone who comes along this way on their spiritual journey, they're, they're crap. But these last few gatherings, well, and even the last few shouts, and especially in Keehawk. We're doing something different. We're going someplace new. These gatherings, the last two that we had, uh, threshold, so different than any other threshold. And the new Master's Guide, I guess that's the name it's called. Well, it was a Master's gathering, true masters from how many different countries, dear Linda? (laughs) Twenty-four? Twenty-four different countries gathered. Uh, in one place, and we really changed some things. We actually invited the human to leave, got him out of there the first day, and then it was just the Master. We brought the human back on the third day, even though some of the Masters weren't so happy about that. We brought the, the human back and we really, we really allowed an integration process to occur. It was, it was far beyond what I've expected, where we would be, as I mentioned in our last shout. We're getting there through allowing, not through hard work, not through a lot of thinking, but through allowing. We're getting to the point, would, would you mind writing on that device there? Let's we're getting see. to the point right now where we're combining the, the human. If you would write human, just down the list, human, master, I am. We're combining the … we're integrating, consciously integrating the human (laughs) … I see Linda writing, I don't see anything appearing. Ah, technology, don't you just hate it? (laughs) (laughs) We're getting to the point now where we're combining the human. And the human Mm … I'm over here, you're (laughs) all watching the commotion. (laughs) That's machio. That that's, that's the distraction. You notice know, everybody shifts over here, like this is where it's happening. I, I guess I have to stand here with you while, while we talk.
0: It's a distraction. You're the master of
1: it. Yeah, but they were all watching you. Oh, well. So, it gets to a <laughs> … No, isn't, isn't that uh, so typical? A little drama, a little commotion. And, and here I'm imparting the greatest spiritual wisdom of all times. Your wisdom.
0: So, would you want you want human and? I forgot now. Human master something. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Make something up. Make something up. Human, master, uh, human. master, and I am. What we're doing right now is a very deep integration of the human, which is no, 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 no. Uh, human master. Oh. Be, like well, this way. Be specific if you like want it specific. Go like that, not like that. God, you're you such create a pain. <laughs> Kinda of like that device.
0: There, yeah, I fixed it.
1: Human, which is the experience. That is the purpose of the human. You wonder why am I here? What's the meaning in life? Meaning in life? To experience. That's it. Uh, as I've talked about recently, if it was up to the human, you would come back for another lifetime. Ten lifetimes, a hundred lifetimes, because you're driven, <laughs> kind of obsessively driven by experience human loves experience human loves to immerse themselves and really whether you believe it or not it doesn't really care whether it is a good or bad experience mm. you say no i just want happy experiences i want unicorns and cotton candy and everything else no you don't no otherwise you wouldn't be looking over there while i'm talking over here you want some drama? Some excitement? What's broke?
0: I'm not drama! <laughs>
1: <laughs> that didn't sound like drama to me <laughs> you, want, you want the drama, the, and the human loves that. And really praise the human for that. Praise your human self, your, your heart on the human self so often. You love experience and you say you don't like the tough stuff, but you do. It's kind of fun. It's kind of uh, experiential and it makes really good stories. The, the human is the experiential part of the I Am. The I Am is Presence, it's Consciousness, but without some great experiences you – know, great meaning really uh, good, really bad, anything but dreary uh, – then it, the human's doing what they came here to do, and that's the fun of it. So give thanks to the human for all their experiences. And the interesting thing is there's no test. There's no test in it, in the human experience. There's nobody judging it. There's nobody saying, that's good or bad. It's not until humans kind of started judging it. And then they attached um, a lot of energy, a lot of gravity to it, and they said, oh, that was a sin. That that was bad karma. i got to come in and do it again you know and and i see him chuckling oh i got some really bad karma i got to come in for some more lifetimes i get to experience some more and i get to make some more karma which will bring me in for more experiences it's a self perpetuating experiential zoo and and but that's what the human really does well now the human's going through a whole new experience what it's like to be realized what it's like to integrate with the Master, that's a little scary at first, because the human is like, hang on, who's in charge here? I'm the human. This is my experience. It's all about me and my ego. i got a name. i got an ego. i got an identity. What do you mean the Master is moving in? Oh, yeah, the Master – the human's going to become the Master. No, 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 no. Human is not. Human is making room for the Master, and the Master is the wisdom. Component in here, human experience, master wisdom. And as good as the the human, the human loves this, oh, I get to experience being a master. Not really. Your experiences now have the wisdom of the master, but it's not that we're masterizing the human.
0: Masterizing?
1: I am allowed to make up words. (laughs) And you know why?
0: Because you can.
1: Because every word that exists has been made up.
2: Mm, Mmm! That's a a
1: master of the obvious. Good point! Good (laughs) point! And now I get to make up words. So it's not about the human uh, becoming masterized. And you actually really don't want that. It's about combining the, the wisdom, and it gives you a whole different experience. For those of you who have really allowed it, you're beginning to realize the experiences are different. They're really different. They're combined now with wisdom. And the human is not necessarily trying to control or take over the wisdom. You can't anyway. You can pretend to, but you really can't take over the wisdom. And suddenly, the experiences are changing. In a way, in a way, the human could not have imagined what this is going to be like. You couldn't. That's one of the reasons that I've had to do a lot of distracting over the years, uh, a lot of… Uh, you know, look over here while we do something over here. Because the human has a concept of what this is all going to be about, and some of you are beginning to realize that it is nothing like what the human would have imagined. It couldn't. It couldn't. You know, we talk about singularity. Singularity is a term that um, I guess the uh, philosophers and uh, the futurists came up with. Singularity. Is the word that means when the the human experience, uh, humanity, reaches a tipping point that could not have been imagined before, and it's happening with technology. You could not predict. You cannot go out, uh, the typical human, and look out 50 years from now and say, "Here's what the planet is going to be like." And there's groups and organizations that do that, they're going to be so far off. Because from a perspective down here, you just can't. You can't imagine. It's not within the qualia of the mind, the background, the reference point of the mind, so it can't at all. You're going through that yourself. Uh, You couldn't have imagined this whole thing of being a master, if you had, uh, let's say, 10, 20 years ago, I'm a Master, you're going to resort to walking on water, the images of walking on water, uh, manifesting something out of thin air into your hands, that type of stuff, and it's all machio. It has nothing to do with realization. So there are enough of you now that are really beginning to allow the wisdom of the Master of all the lifetimes to come in and combining that with the experience of the human. Now we have a wise experience. We have an experience with a new form of depth to it. The human was wanting this in a way, this new depth. It was tired of the dreary life, tired of every incarnation being so much like the last incarnation. It was desiring this new experience, but it couldn't imagine it. It tried. The human tried to imagine the the new world, the new life, uh, the the new whatever, but you know what? It really wasn't. It was just kind of a little bit of an iteration of the old one. It was, uh, as I've said so often, it was a little richer, a little younger uh, and a little happier. But it wasn't really new. Now the human's getting a new experience with the wisdom of the Master and the I Am. The I Am consciousness, it's Presence. Uh, I like the word I Am rather than Divine. Uh, There's there's too many uh, Jesus things around the word Divine uh, and New Age stuff around it. I Am is Presence, Awareness. That's all it is. And what we're doing here is integrating those three together. That's happening right now, and and again, the human can't really imagine it. All he can do is allow it. It's actually the master who has instigated the whole process. It's the master who said. It's the master who wants the realization. And the human wants a new experience, but the master with the realization. So uh, it's. We're going through such an exciting time of this integration, but we'll talk about it more in just a moment. But for right now, just take a good deep breath and feel where you're at. <clears throat> feel where you're at, and feel it from the perspective of the human and the Master. What changes, what, <laughs> what challenges along the way? Realization is really one of the most simple things. It's so simple, but because of its simplicity, it's made complicated and difficult at times. It's so simple, but then it's covered over with machio, and hardships and difficulties and a lot of self-examination combined with self-loathing. But it's really quite simple, and that's that's what the next group who comes after you uh, is going is going to learn from your experiences. How you know over here, over here, <laughs> over here, for those watching in online. There's a little commotion on the side here. Technical problems. I I, I think I've said a lot of times you're going to have a lot of problems with technology. Uh, it's, it's your just, fault. Yeah, it's my fault, um, as always, but. Not a problem. So um, we do have on standby, we do have the old, traditional writing board, which we're going to be resorting to in a moment, I do believe. <laughs> I've said before and I made a, a bold statement, that this is the first group of humans going into realization. I've been challenged on it a little bit, given examples of other groups. Not even close. Other groups with their gurus, their systems, their uh, disciplines and their concepts, not even close. They they were on the path, but way back there. This is indeed … and I've checked it out at the Ascended Masters Club. This is truly the first group of humans coming into Realization, and it's not a spiritual thing or a religious thing. I don't know really how you'd, how you'd state it. It's just a becoming. That's it. It's the first group. All the other Ascended Masters have done it individually. And this is the first time ever, because of the timing and things like technology, which sometimes works and sometimes doesn't, uh, because of the what I call the Atlantean Dream, this is the first group ever to be coming into Realization. Many other groups have studied the the spiritual and holy and sacred texts. Many other groups have gone on the path together, walked the the holy path together, but have not come this far uh, for a variety of reasons, and that actually is a good segue into my question for today, what we now call Shambra Wisdom. You know, we, we could start calling it wisdom. Just recently, because before it was kind of like, mm, I wouldn't it. categorize it as wisdom. It was just answers to questions. But now we call it. Shana. And now it's time for Good. Just like a bad game show, uh, which it sometimes is. Okay, lights up, please. Linda on the microphone. Question is May you say that this is really the, the first group ever? That's been going into realization and staying in their bodies. And staying in their bodies, staying on the planet. Why is it that so many systems and self-help programs, why is it that they're really not effective in terms of enlightenment or realization? There's a lot of self-help programs out there, and you've always spent a lot of money on them. There's a lot of um, spiritual, what I call guru courses, out there, and some of you have taken them. Some of you have been in ashrams for a long time. Some of you have taken … you paid a lot of good money to have discipline and suffer and being told what an idiot you are – not here, of course, but (laughs) other places. Why is it that they're really not effective in terms of Realization? Linda, please
0: you were begging.
3: Oh. oh. Yes, my dear. I think they're approaching it from the outside instead of from the inside what okay. From you
1: Okay. Approaching it from the outside. Okay, good. Good. Good answer. Yeah. See? See the wisdom? It's oh, just <laughs> radiating. Okay, why is it that some of the the these self-help courses and spiritual courses, why is it they're not effective in terms of realization? Yes, sir. Basically – basically, is it on? It's on. Uh, They have their
4: program for you rather than your own program for yourself.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Uh, A couple more. These self-help programs and courses, why is it that they're ultimately really not effective?
0: Your hand was in the air.
1: Was, huh? I think he's picking his nose, but that's besides <laughs> the point. <laughs> There's no money in it. There's no money in it. No money in it if you become aware. Oh, okay. Kind of. Uh, kind of. In- they're invested in it, so you well, never yeah. quite get there. Well, yeah. Wow. That's why your checkbook keeps coming out. Aha. Or and the credit card. Interesting. So an investment, in, in other words, uh, the healer never fully heals. Uh, the the people it well, keeps. Oh, you've got a new problem. Oh uh, well, yeah. Come, good good. Okay. Have you sure. been in anything like that? Well well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? Uh, well, uh, what caused you to get out? Why did you leave? Awareness. Good. Oh,
2: these and the you guys are went too away. good. I can't
1: pick on you anymore. <laughs> I, it's really annoying. You know, I just I, I have nothing to come back at you with.
0: So, Adamus, do you want me to to pick on one? Do you want me to pick out a different kind of energy?
1: Well, it would be a little obvious now (laughs) 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 Okay, no more wisdom. How about somber stupidity? (laughs) Boom! (laughs) I wouldn't want to be getting the mic on that one. No, let's stay with wisdom. These are really good. And it's showing, one thing, that you are allowing the wisdom. And watch when the answers are given. It used to be, when the answers were given, that there would be a mental response to it with a lot of stammering and a lot of … you could see the person going up there into a men- mental answer. You, dear sir, straight from the heart, no machio, clear answer. That is wisdom. Well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> And it didn't take him 15 minutes to get to his story. I mean, it's right there. That's wisdom. Remember when <laughs> we would gather? A question would be asked, and somebody would go on and on and on and on and on and on and on, and, on. Yeah. and then I would rudely interrupt and say, "Back to the question, to the summary. What's the what's the answer? You guys are no fun anymore because <laughs> you're not doing that. So, but continue. We'll see. Okay. Please continue. Self help programs. These so called <laughs> spiritual classes. And by the way, I'm just going to pause for a moment here before you answer that. Uh, so, uh, Caldrew complains to me once in a while, daily, that, um, that sometimes he and Linda get the bad email and, – and Bonnie – get the bad email f- for me making rude statements, saying that a lot of these courses are total <coughs> rip-offs <laughs> – well, <laughs> <low>. <laughs> or machio. They are. They are. But don't necessarily accuse the ones who are putting it out. Accuse the humans who are taking it. Yeah, they're taking it. Why? Well, let's continue. Yes?
5: In my experience of just graduating from college, I went to classes that I would sit there and go, well, I know that. Well, I know that, I, as they were teaching. And yes. yet again, there were certain things I didn't quite know, so that's when I wanted to exercise it a little bit more. Yes. But I truly knew. I truly knew, just yeah. as I know my own wisdom yeah. and I don't need to. Enlist anybody else anymore, or continue. I've graduated. I graduated. Wow. You know Amazing. I mean? done. 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 Done.
1: Amazing. From uh, what? Uh, I am. I am good. So you graduated regret- as I am. Good uh, yes. and, and you got your degree. I did uh, d- your diploma and everything else. What is your degree in?
5: A certificate in business, a certificate in computer, computer information systems. Oh, I
1: thought you meant like and I thought you graduated from being just a human, know, human. Uh, a dreary human, and now you're the ah. I thought I, I thought the W was like wise. Wise Master.
5: Yeah, so, Wise wow. Master. Sometimes it was I wonder why. Why
1: <laughs> <laughs> why, wonder, why, wonder, why, wonder why? Why, 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 yeah. why? Yes. yes well, no. Oh, you got a, you got a human uh, degree.
5: Human degree. I, I satisfied a human desire. Yeah. And I created it with debt-free. How about wow, that? Wow, wow. So I, I feel really Congratulations. Ready. Thank yeah. you. Thank but you.
1: But i got to ask the question. Yes. When are you going to graduate um, into Realization? Right now? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, and that's really the point of today's discussion. Uh, you <laughs> and your graduation. We're all going to talk about it. You said uh, no, break we're going to talk today about, about that why. Why not? Yeah. I hear you saying, I hear all of you saying, uh, I'm ready, but.
5: I'm faking it until, it until I, like. I make it. I'm Not so sure. Fake it. That I like. Fake it till you make it. I'm saying it until I until it happens. That's
1: okay because yeah. we're we're kind of whittling away a little bit at a time, uh, and we're getting there. And that's that's why well, I'm delighted. Well, I'm I'm such a proud papa at the Ascended Masters Club these days, like the peacock. Oh, I really annoy some of the others. Yeah. Not all of them. There's a few that like me. <laughs> we'll just
5: keep doing what we do so that you, exactly. can, you, know, so that you can just feel proud of us. Ex- I do. Exactly, I yeah. do.
1: Yeah. Good.
5: And I brought graduation cake for, with pizza, so there's a graduation cake for everybody to enjoy.
1: It's a graduation cake that's a pizza?
5: <laughs> no, I guess there's some pizza Two later. separate things. Humans yeah.
1: actually – it's been a while since I've been on the planet – but humans actually combine pizza and cake together <laughs> in a single meal. How about a little? uh, You could do a little uh, flounder, fresh flounder, with that, and really make it odd. (laughs) I, 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 you know, in my last lifetime, uh, my sense of a meal was (laughs) rolled oats, honey, and nuts. So when I hear when I hear of humans, like you're going to eat pizza, and probably not really great pizza. Mm. Sorry, Sandra, (laughs) Uh, not really great pizza. I've smelled it. Uh, Are you talking then, about the
0: pizza? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. A-
1: a- and <laughs> I, don't, I don't eat it, but I've smelled it. And then you're going to combine that with what kind of cake?
5: Well, actually, I know everybody likes chocolate here. Really? I don't eat chocolate, oh. so half of it is a chocolate cake, the other half is lemon with raspberry filling and white Com- frosting.
1: You're going to combine chocolate and lemons? Chocolate
5: and lemon and raspberry. What has and happened to this planet
1: since my last lifetime? And
5: raspberry <laughs> and sugar.
1: Well, raspberry and chocolate work.
5: And raspberry and lemon work. No,
1: actually they don't. Energetically <laughs> actually, they don't they, do. they don't go.
5: Well, um, you'll have to try it. I,
1: I haven't tried and th- again I'm right. Mr. Rolled Oats. So uh, uh, I yes. like
5: I like rolled oats too. Hey, they're I, good. Oh, we should have wonderful.
1: dinner sometime. Rolled yeah, oats.
5: Yeah, rolled oats yeah, yeah. and I put prunes in it, you know? Uh, just to keep it. I don't think ready. I'd eat
1: prunes, but <laughs> no, not prunes. a prune fan. Not I, a prune fan. I grew
5: up in prune country, what can I say?
1: You actually admit you actually <laughs> yeah. admit that you grew up in prune country? I
5: did. I did. Where do
1: they grow prunes?
5: Well, actually, they're plums and then they turn into prunes. Ah, so we have Jose, an imposter – an imposter! San Jose, California. These three back here, we had a big conversation about San Jose. I was born and raised third generation in San Jose, California, and yes. we grew, grew plums, which turn into prunes.
1: How does one ascend from being a plum into a prune?
5: <laughs> Dry out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you dry those suckers. You're too quick for me. <laughs> you, dry. you taught me. W- would that be like a human? Yeah.
5: Suck it dry. <laughs>
1: well, okay. I, I, I'll maybe redefine that a little bit. So here we've got the plum. A plum. Beautiful and plum plum. Beautiful plum, but it, one day it falls off the tree, mm-hmm. uh, you know, onto the ground, hits its head and it's just laying there. Uh, and what can it do? It's like, oh, I want to be a plum again. It's like, no way. You will never be a plum. What do you do? What does a plum do? Take a deep breath and allow. I'm going to allow myself to be a prune through allowing.
5: They they actually pick them and then put them out on drying racks into the sun, so they dry.
1: So they're not range free. (laughs) Yeah.
5: They're not range free. (laughs) (laughs) Or <laughs> They're not range-free, no. <laughs> they are set out there by humans, so they're not range-free. <laughs> to suffer
1: in the sun. How typical of humans. Yeah. Straight to the microphone, back <laughs> to you. These
5: conversations we have.
1: <laughs> this would definitely have to be, in I guess what you call it, the outtake reel. <laughs> in other words, take it out. Don't take that out. That's just way too good. Mm. Anyway, congratulations on your graduation, but now it's about now that you got that human graduated, now now we're really going to do the graduation. Good, good, yeah. But your energy has changed so much over the last uh, four or five years. Unbelievable, just um, gets me right there. Yeah, yeah. Good. Could I get a picture of you and uh, to take back tonight to the Ascended Masters Club? Absolutely. Okay. Somebody have a, a oh Dave, <laughs> yeah, <A> crash. <laughs> what am I saying? Come on up. Now I, I got to take this back. I'm going to take Aww. this back to the club. Aww. And could I wear your hat?
5: Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely!
1: okay.
0: Your head's too big. I even graduated
1: with honors. Adamus on steroids. <laughs> it's like <laughs> 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 Thank you. And as Linda pointed out, I have a big head, but uh, … Oh, I love that. My daughter designed it. Wow. Wow. Good. Thank you. Thank you for the distraction. Back to the question, why don't these things work? <laughs> these, these self-help programs, these uh, spiritual courses, the disciplines, they're effective up to a point, but why don't they work in Realization, coming into Realization? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir? Beep, beep, beep! Wait a minute. Oh. Beep, beep, beep! Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Garbage truck garbage backing truck up. They didn't get it. Yeah, I know. Huh? Uh-huh. Garbage truck, Kasumi, last yeah. month. Okay, great. So, H- how was it? How was it last month for you? Did you get rid of a lot of garbage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm just checking your energy. out. there's something there we have got to get rid of yeah. today, but that's okay. That's why we're it's here. Not, it's not that big. Okay. So, why do the you, David? You've taken quite a few of these things. Spend a few dollars on them? Absolutely. Spend I a did. little bit of time? Yes. Why are they not effective going into realization? Uh, most are mental. Yes. Effort, trying. Yes. Discipline. Yes. And they really have not uh, included the most essential ingredient, allowing. Can't say it any better. David just summarized it. I was going to stretch this little thing out for a while, but <laughs> I can't. David summarized what you've all said. First of all, they are not yours. They are not yours. And that's a really good note for all of you, if you're, if you're a healer of any type. Uh, first of all, if you consider yourself an energy worker, healer, you better understand what energy is before you continue your practice. You need to be able to understand, to define it for yourself what is energy. otherwise you're playing around with um, you're playing around with something that uh, is potent and is going to eventually bring up uh, a seduction of power. So if you are an energy worker, you consider yourself that nothing wrong with that, but you need to understand what energy is. And if you are doing any sort of uh, Uh, The reason why these courses really aren't effective is they're not yours. They're somebody else's. Somebody else's Reiki. Somebody else's energy balancing. Somebody else's physical or mental balancing. What you've learned through the courses has gotten you to this point, but they're not going to bring you into Realization. It's got to be your own. And that's such an important thing. It's one of the key points today. When you get to this point. You can't rely on somebody else's anymore, somebody else's system, somebody else's discipline, somebody else's chanting, oming, sweat lodging or whatever else it is, because that person has not got to the point that you're at. The person who developed that course has not gotten you to this point. So why, why go to college and take classes from somebody in sixth grade? The energy, the consciousness is not yours and it's not going to work anymore. There's not a a compatibility with their program anymore and, as David and several of you mentioned, it's very mental. It's very, very mental. It's a discipline. It will get you caught in it. Initially it's very, very good and it will get some things moving, but then it's going to seduce you into it to have you stay in it, and not just for the money, but sometimes get you to rely on it. You get to this point in the journey and you give up all those things. You honor them, bless them for being in your life, but you realize it's not what's going to bring you into Realization. There's just one thing at this point, just one thing, and it's allowing. That is it. Allowing can be really scary. because. You're not relying on somebody or something else. When I'm up here at the Shouds or in the workshops and gatherings, I'm telling a story. I'm not telling you what to do. We're not developing new systems. I'll sometimes show you how things are structured. I'll help define things that you already know but weren't quite sure how to put into words. There's nothing in our work together, Crimson Circle, Chamber work, none of it, that is a system that has to be followed. You don't have to start at a certain point and end at a certain point, go through different levels or anything else. They simply, at this point, don't work and can actually work against you. Allowing is. And I I know some of you are rolling your eyes – I saw you Uh, (laughs) – say, oh, we're going to talk about allowing again. Yes, because it's the single most important thing that you can ever do for yourself now. Before you followed others, you took their courses, their classes, you took their self-help programs, now it's just you. You, the Master, the I Am, allowing that integration it's not the words that i say it's not w- w- i'm not giving you a specific um, uh, direction on things I'm just repeating coming back here in our shouts and telling you what you already know where you are on the path ultimately from here forward it's all just about allowing and it's really quite amazing uh, because it's You could say allowing is now in the coasting mode, the the natural, the autopilot mode. Allowing – you don't go out and do your daily disciplines. Uh, Allowing you don't have to go on some strange diet, uh, you don't have to follow a guru, uh, none of that. It is you and you and you, yourself, the human of experience, the Master of Wisdom, the I Am of Presence just allowing all that. No more studying, no more working, no more stressing, no more makyo. It's all about allowing. Let's take just a moment to do that. There's been a lot of misunderstanding about allowing. It's like allowing everything out there. No, no. It's the Master, the human, the I Am. And as simple as that sounds, you know, a lot of people are afraid of that because they're afraid of themselves. They're afraid of, of if they open up, suddenly Satan's going to come in or dark force or aliens or something. That's a, and it's an old fear. It's a religious fear. It's a fear of self. When they're worried about allowing, opening up, taking away all the walls, all the defenses. They're worried about some dark force coming in. It's really themselves they're worried about. I mean, ultimately, they, they blame it on the outside, an outside evil entity. There are still Shambra <coughs> not many, but there are still – that insist that there are aliens uh, doing anal probes on them, aliens uh, clinging onto their bodies, and there are Um, outside, evil, dark forces uh, hanging around him? No. No, no, no. It barely ever happens. You know, this whole thing – I forgot what you call it, um, Linda, you know the word – like not poltergeist, um, exorcism, demonic possession. 99.999% of the cases are not outside forces. They're from within. They're the inner darkness. It's much easier to deal with them when you put them on the outside. When you say, I- I'm being attacked by alien dark energies. Much easier, because then, then you're the victim, and then you can keep playing in that human experience and what an experience that is. But ultimately, you recognize that's your own darkness, that's your own self, those demons, those, those uh, dark beings. So, when one comes into allowing, that's a tremendous sense of trust in I Am, tremendous amount of trust, but it's also kind of coasting now, kind of taking a deep breath. You did all the hard work, we're here and now just allowing. Uh, Let's take a good deep breath and do just that, just allowing. I saw your eye roll again. I know. We talk about allowing a lot. But it's the most precious gift you can give yourself right now. Allowing Self, allowing the integration of the Master and the I Am Presence, allowing this, this uh, caterpillar, which has gone into the cocoon, now to emerge. That's it. It doesn't come through any hard work, mental exercises, mantras or anything else at this point, it is all through allowing a very natural process. That's it. Many of you will teach, uh, and that meaning not not necessarily in front of a group, but you're going to share your wisdom with others, maybe one-on-one, maybe through a book or a class or something like that. Don't teach disciplines, systems. Don't teach rigid uh, type of uh, hierarchical uh, level one, level two, level three type of things. Ultimately, it's not going to serve the human, And, and one of the challenges in it, there is a tremendous seduction of power in that. We know now, you know, that power is an illusion, but power Power is uh, a huge seduction, more of a seduction than sex, money, uh, any of those – power. And power ultimately, it's an illusion because it's basically saying, energy is outside of me. I need to get it from all these other places. Uh, That's really what power is, whether it comes in the form of money or or control over other people, but it's saying it's all outside of me, therefore I need power. It's not needed at all, because everything is within you. It's all there. You don't need power whatsoever, and you're learning to be true energy masters. You don't need it from anywhere else. And that, again, comes from allowing, and it's such a relief, it's such a relief not to have to get it from another person, not to have to get it from possessions, control or hard work. It's just there, but it's also a huge challenge. Let's take a good deep breath. Ah, before I go any further, I just remembered something, a little old business from our last gathering. <laughs> oh no. oh is right. Miss Uh-oh right over here. Edith! Edith! Oh, I, I, I asked you to bring some, something for me, a little gift for me. Yes, indeed you did. And uh, we have the microphone over here, please. Uh, Edith, would you prefer to stay in that chair you're always in? Would you do me a, <laughs> fa- a favor? Would you do me a favor next yes. month? A different chair and not the one right next to you. A different chair.
4: No.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm going to prove something here in our dialogue uh, and why things aren't going to change for you. Okay. So, where's my um …? Okay. There now, before I take this, before I take it, is it yours? Yes, it's mine. Did some …? Hey, the microphone, please.
4: Yes, it's mine.
1: Come up to the front here. Bring that hundred with you. I may need that. Ah, <coughs> will prepare to seat right there for you. Holy cow! Oh, Edith, you asked for it. I did? Damn right you did. I don't think I could get up in this chair. Edith, take a deep breath and fly. <laughs> a number one, I got her in a different chair. <laughs> Jeez. So, I asked you to bring a uh, hundred dollars for me, a- and you did. Is it yours? Uh, microphone, please.
4: Yes, it's mine.
1: Nobody gave it to you. No. It came from your bank account. Exactly. Okay. And actually, I need $102. Do you have two more? Yes. <laughs> it's all the way back there. I'll, I'll trust you. Give it to me within five minutes. Uh, so, the $100 is yours. Yes. And it's my commission. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, was, I was her agent, and I do charge an agent's fee, by the way. 10 uh, percent. That's why you owe me hundred and two. hundred and two dollars.
4: You certainly have a vivid imagination.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I deal with reality, my dear. So, how much money did you raise in your Pity Poverty Party program?
4: One thousand and twenty dollars. You
1: owe me two extra dollars then. Um, I take 10 percent. Now, I was so close. I knew that she was going to do this, and I was so close. I was two dollars off. I said, bring a hundred dollars because I knew she was going to raise. Uh, how much did you raise? A thousand twenty. Yes. Uh, microphone up up to the mouth, please. Just give me your whole wallet. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is it your driver's license, sir? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's my commission. Uh, I get the commission for for being her agent, but. Um, and I knew that you were going to raise about $1,000 before you ever started. Are you happy with that $1,000? No. Why not?
4: Because I wanted more.
1: You've got to put the microphone up to your mouth. We'll be done with that purse there. It's all right. Somebody take that thing away. Now, Edith, Thank you. you know, you could have easily raised $10,000, easily. And this is a point for everyone. It comes to you. But what are you allowing? Would you want to tell everybody your your campaign this last month, which you knew I wasn't happy with, but I did make $102? (laughs) What was your campaign about? Explain it.
4: It was just. Uh, I was just trying to raise money. To uh, uh, last time I did it, I raised a, a whole bunch, almost seven thousand dollars. It was grand.
1: Yeah, but, but but you had to rely on the death I, of, I of one of other, your yes, children. I had some the loss of my. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I lost two children actually right. to diabetes.
1: Yes. And, and in this late, latest program, you were out trolling on social media.
4: I don't know. Sure, sure, sure. You were posting, uh,
1: posting, saying, uh, "What did it say?" Elderly.
4: uh, Never mind.
1: No, no, it's out there. It's uh, it's public. It's a elderly uh, elderly lady needs uh, money to to pay for what? Uh, Pay for house. You you knew this was coming when you were posting. You you knew. You tried to hide from me, and it's like Edith, do not do that.
4: Tried to hide from you. Yes.
1: Do not do that. Posts all over social media, desperate, um, these weren't quite your words, but desperate victim needs your energy. First of all, you went outside of you. Secondly, the disappointment was that you could have raised so much more, so much more if you'd have listened to your agent, me. <laughs> you did it based on uh, elderly. So, uh, elderly. It, Do you want to be mature or elderly?
4: Well, I prefer the word mature.
1: Okay. Then we're going to start using that. And then you were saying you you needed money because uh, … why?
4: Um, Do we have to discuss this? Absolutely.
1: Why? (laughs) Because you put it out there. Well … And because I I knew you were going to do it. (sighs) Edith. We're talking here about letting energy come to you, and you did, but in a, in a really kind of a victim way, in a way that isn't beautiful, in a way that ah, I almost want to give this money back to you because I know it's, you're taking it from other people on this whole program of I'm a victim and you're not. You're not going to change. You're going to sit in the same chair and you're going to do the same victim things until you either die or until I piss you off enough (laughs) and piss off some of you out there too who are, oh, poor Edith, don't pick on Edith. It's all She knows it. She knows what we're doing here. I know what we're doing here. You don't like it. I'm having fun. But this is not how energy goes to work for you. This is not how creation occurs. You could have made … 10,000, 20,000. Edith, you are known all around the world. You are an icon. You are. How many Facebook friends do you have? Over 2,000, right? Okay. That's a lot. Edith is known as the kind of the, uh, the Crimson Circle, the Shoud um, icon. You could have put something out there saying, I'll sign autographs, hundred dollars each, and you would have gotten – I'm serious – you would have gotten at least a hundred. Maybe maybe up to two or three hundred. You could have done uh, five minutes on the Skype with Edith, and people would pay it a lot of money. You could have put together a very, very simple little book, which is not hard to do these days, Edithisms isms uh, and wonderful little <laughs>  quotes from Edith. There were people here that would have volunteered, not out of pity but out of creation, to do little illustrations or pictures and help you with it. You could have made a lot of money and we wouldn't be sitting here talking like this. You wouldn't be so aggravated with me. But you asked me to do this, so. So, Edith, uh, you know, it's, it's not letting energy serve you. It's getting back into victim consciousness. And I don't want to see you go through that.
4: I don't want to go through that either. Why are you? It's a good question.
1: What did you learn from the Master's Life 7 I Am Creation? What did you learn from it?
4: I haven't taken that yet, have I?
1: I knew that. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, then what did you learn from Master's Life 6? No more.
4: I haven't taken that either.
1: Why not, Edith? Why not?
4: I didn't see any point in taking it.
1: But you would rather go out trolling social media for, uh, for sympathy funds when you could be … Edith, you could be rolling in the money, but you won't move out of your chair. You won't change. And so you're going to continue to do it. And some Shaumbra are going to start getting really annoyed with it, because they realize that creation is open, it flows energy works for you. You don't have to go to her for a pity donation or her for five dollars or her for ten and get some people on social media saying, Oh, poor Edith. Do you want to be that Edith or do you want to be the head of Edith Enterprises International?
4: Yes, I prefer to be the head of Edith Enterprises International. So you're
1: the perfect example here – and thank you for doing this for all of us – you're the perfect example of not letting energy serve you, going outside—whether it's outside for the wisdom or outside for the uh, any of it—the the the money you're relying on other people, and and it's a pittance,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's a pittance of money, and and you got seven thousand dollars of sympathy for your children passing away,
4: one just for one,
1: just for one, okay, and then you got a thousand and twenty dollars. I had estimated a thousand, but a thousand and twenty dollars. For just an elderly lady is desperate, needs to make her house payment, needs to eat. And, and Edith, is that who you want to be? And look into that camera right there. There are Shaumbra all around the world applauding, hoping for you, Edith, 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 wanting it to work out for you. But you're not going to do it by getting five dollars here and ten dollars there. You're going to get it by what? Allowing. Okay and sitting in a different damn chair, changing, changing the patterns, getting out of the old patterns, allowing energy to serve you. But I don't know if you're ready.
4: Well, what chair would you think I should sit in?
1: Any other chair. <laughs> there are 59 other chairs. Take your pick next month, except the one Joanne is sitting in because it's too close to the one you were already in. Any other chair. To all of you, get out of these old ways. If it's not working, if you're stuck, if you have to go out and, and ask for money because you're elderly, you're not elderly. <laughs> Edith, we're sitting right here and I'm seeing two scenarios, potentials. You're either going to pass away in about two years and seven months if you don't change your chair <laughs> And that's a metaphor. Or, Edith, you could easily stay on this planet for another 30, 35 years. In, in joy. Enjoy <laughs> and a. Ab- <laughs> All right, it just went down to two years, four months. <laughs> and we're dropping quickly. Enjoy, Edith. In, in joy and, and sensuality. And <laughs> All right, all right. And money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Okay, now she's all right with that one. And I know the thing is you don't necessarily want to live like this, but you don't know how to get out of the trap. You don't know how to get out of that. that. You don't know how to investigate the potentials. You, you haven't taken I Am Creation, you haven't taken uh, the Master's Life no more because you don't have any money. You don't want to pay for it. And you're using that as an excuse, whereas you could simply ask. You could say, Dear Crimson Circle, could I possibly uh, take a loan and I'll I'll pay you back after I'm a great creator? But you're not willing to get outside of that, that little box or your chair. You could have an abundant life and a good life. And when I say Edith, I'm talking to so many of you. And we talk here about letting energy serve you and enlightenment and realization, but sometimes I wonder, is it a hobby or a game? Neither. Neither. What is it?
4: It's just my true heart's desire to be uh, um, a, master, a creator. Of I love Crimson Circle. I've been coming since sure. 1999. And um, … You like
1: the pizza. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, built right into the word uh, – Linda, could you write this on, on the, uh, your magic board there – built right into the word create is eat. Is what? Eat. eat? Uh, Linda, would you write the word? Watch watch the monitor as she writes this. Oh, you want – sorry, you want create? Mm-hmm. Oh, we may be resorting to the whiteboard. No, no, no. No, no. So, uh, think of it. The word create. A lot of people say, I can't do it because I got to spend all my time working at my job just so I can eat. But, you know, once you're a creator, you're eating. It's right in the word, create – C-R-E-A-T, eat. Eat. It's create. You're, you don't have to worry about eating. It's built right into creation. You don't need to worry about the basics. I know you love Crimson Circle, and I know right now you're really angry with me and I'm so delighted for that.
4: I'm not angry with you.
1: Then it's them out there that are because somebody's pissed at me. I'm not
4: angry with anyone. Why would I be pissed at you?
1: Because I'm giving you a hard time. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Edith, is it a game, a hobby, or is it for real? It's for real. Sit in a different chair, and no more begging online. No more begging. I want you creating. You're you're my poster child here. Uh, The. Remember, we, we had one before – Kathleen, she not come anymore uh, – so I lost that poster <laughs> child. Sorry, Kathleen. I know you're out there, but uh,
4: … She is. I saw her a well while back. A beautiful oh, she's picture. Oh, a
1: dear, dear one. But you're my new poster child, and and it's all about going from, going from begging to creating. Going from, uh, from trying to get sympathy and energy from other people. That shitty money that you got. It, and it is. I'm sorry for those of you who donated. You did it for the wrong reasons, not to make Edith a creator, but to enable her to continue on the old path. And that's got to come to an end, Edith. Yeah. Okay. So, next month, do not come unless you switch chairs. Okay?
4: Why in the heck do you care what chair I sit in?
1: It's a, it's a metaphor. It's a, it's a sample. If you're not willing to make a few changes, changes will not occur. They will not occur. Why do you insist on the same chair?
4: Because I like it.
1: Why? (laughs) Why do you like it? Why do you like it?
4: I can see everything and hear everything nice and clearly. That's a nice
1: seat right here, right up front.
4: Well, there are other people in them.
1: Not not when you get here. (laughs) Edith, Edith, you get here two hours before we start to make sure you get your chair.
4: No, I don't get there for that reason. Joanne has to be here to fix the coffee, so we always ride together and enjoy visiting on the way and so that she can come and fix the coffee for you. No, oh, she's
1: getting pissed. <laughs> go on, go on. Well, that's Damn the it. truth. I know. But, but it's, not, it's not the point, Edith. Edith, it's about let's make some changes. Would you like to go from being a beggar to a creator?
4: Yes, indeedy.
1: Are you willing to put up with me pushing you? I suppose so. (laughs) Are you willing to be on this planet for another, I don't, let's say 20 years? (sighs) In abundance, in – we'll get out of the old human uh, costume here. Uh, You know my problem is the Master of Self is so wanting to come in, to impart this wisdom, and you're not willing to move. You're not willing to change. I'm going to be Edith, and I'm not going to change, but I want everything to change. Uh, and so we're kind of stuck here. i got your Master bugging me to make you angry enough to do something.
4: I'm willing to change.
1: I don't see it, Edith. It's uh, then, then Change chairs. Let's start with that.
4: All right.
1: Okay. All right. Good deep breath, Edith.
4: I think you're kind of
1: a bully. I'm a terrible, (laughs) terrible bully. And that's why you hired me. That's why you just gave me $102 to be a bully. And so, Edith, you are an icon. And so many people see the Edith within themselves that so much loves what we're doing, but yet kind of fearful of changes. So much uh, compassion for being here with Shambra. But yet, we're coming to the time of realization. It's time to no more begging out there. It's time to create. It's time to allow. I don't want to see you out trolling social media. I don't want any of you giving her ten more cents because she is going to manifest on her own. <coughs> okay. Okay. And you could have made so much more money next time. Consult me or or your uh, the master. It's it's so easy. You you're. Your uh, asset is Edith, the name Edith. You should trademark it. Edith, because uh, it, it has so much meaning with Shambra. If you'd have done five minute Skype sessions, just the pleasure of talking to Edith, who sits up here with Adamas, they would have paid, I don't know, how much would you have paid? Uh, for 500 for a session. See, look at Edith, see? So if <laughs> who, you're going to do who anything. Who said that. <laughs> So Edith, if you're going to do anything, if you're going to do anything, take into account your assets. Take into account energy. Now works for me. Allow at a level that goes beyond the the um, the Edith chair level. We'll call it kind of the limitation of Edith. Okay. Open up. Allow. It's all there. Five hundred, you could have had, I don't know, uh, just in this room alone and uh, you might have made five thousand and and my commission, just five hundred off of that. We'd have both be doing well. Thank you, Edith. Any last words for Shaumbra watching in from around the world? Some applauding you, cheering for you, some going, oh my gosh.
4: I love you all and wish you the very best. Loving blessings to all.
1: Good. Thank you, Edith. You're welcome. Thank Thank you. And Edith, uh, as, <laughs> as a prize for being up here on stage, I'm going to relinquish my commission. I'll give that back to you. So it's, a what is it, 102, 102 dollars. And then watch how energy just works for you if you allow – you just doubled your money almost, Calderos, you have four bucks – but uh, you just doubled your money. You see how easy it is. It just comes to you. You made more here in – how long is this dreary thing going on, 10 minutes, 15 minutes? You made more than all that work you did on social media. Take a deep breath and allow energy to serve you. Don't work for it anymore. Allow it to serve you. And sit in a fucking different chair next month. I guess I will now, took my chair. I didn't do that. I did not move Edith's chair. You saw it. It's on film. I did not. So, thank you, Edith. Where is she going to sit? Oh, what a gentleman. No, she wants right back there. <laughs> Good. Let's take a deep breath. Uh, we had to do that. Uh, and, and Edith, thank you for playing along, uh, even if you're irritated with me. We have some things, and, and it brings it to an important point. I'll hopefully make sense of this in a moment. On the board, please, there is, I'm going to kind of go through four stages. These are not terribly defined, but it will help you understand. First you go through. <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> the new Edith, <laughs> the, the new Edith. You know, your shirt kind of matches. Oh I, I don't know this check pattern. The, uh, the I don't know. So, uh, so I got to ask you a question. Uh, so, um, how is your abundance?
4: <laughs> I fell off the stuff. My
1: abundance is great. I'm sorry. No, it's on, just speaking to it. Uh, oh, my abundance is great. It's not Edith. Good. <laughs> sorry. Good. Thank God. I just wondered if that chair, if that chair had some magnetic <laughs> gravitational effect. And, and OK. Good to know. So um, <laughs> four steps. First, the calling, the calling, if you'd write that on the board. You all went through that. You know what the calling is. You're just sick and tired of life. Uh, you know something's got to change. You hear this. There's this kind of almost haunting, nagging voice within you that you try to ignore, and it's, uh, the voice is saying, it's time, it's time, it's time, and you try to avoid it. You, you try to focus on your life, or you smoke a lot of pot, drink a lot of wine, but it's time is still there. This is pre-awakening, and sometimes it, it, it actually could go for lifetimes, but usually it lasts Maybe three, four, five years, d- depending where you are in your life, but it's the calling. You go from there into uh, awakening, awakening number two. An awakening. Oh! I- I'm going to need you on the microphone after you write that. The awakening. You remember your awakening. Uh, some of you had it, boom, it was just right there. Some of uh, Some of you kind of slid into it. But remember the, that euphoria, that innocence of awakening. You suddenly realize there is more out there. There is more to life than, than this. Uh, lights up, uh, uh, Linda on the microphone. Uh, tell me real quickly about uh, the, your awakening. I, I mean, like, was it joyful? Was it happy? Uh, wh- what was that like? Did it happen you know, in a lightning bolt or? Yeah, I'd say it happened. It started happening pretty quickly yeah, yeah. when it started. Yeah. And what was it like at first? Exciting. Yeah. Exciting. All the answers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and did you feel you wanted to run and tell everybody about it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and yes. what did I found, s- the, I found the
2: new program. I found the new discipline. The new thing to do. Yeah. yeah. To improve everything. And of course, sleep, they were better sleep, better sleep, better everything. Be-
1: better sex, yeah. better sleep, better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they were super impressed by all this. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, woo, woo. Um, And how long did that, um, what I call the initial euphoria, the uh, kind of the innocence of uh, of awakening, take place? Um, two years. Two years. That's pretty good. Yeah, kind of walking on clouds for two years. Yeah, and
5: and I was allowing some shifts in my life during that time. You know, it wasn't.
3: Wasn't all uh, make believe, but yeah, it was a couple of years, and then things
2: started falling apart.
1: Yeah, good, good. You know? Yeah, well, no, it's a very typical pattern. Uh, things started falling apart. But oh, good, thank you. Uh, good answer. Uh, next, so awakening. What was that like? I remember. Remember that? Y- yes, yeah. your awakening. <laughs>
3: well, I was trying to remember my awakening. Did it
1: happen in a moment, or I think,
3: I think I think in a way it did. It was an old boyfriend who was in tears because he didn't know what path to take. Oh, and I said, "There's lots of paths. There's no one right path." And I think I didn't know where that came from. I thought that was kind of wise. Of Maybe me. your spirit guides <laughs> or something. <laughs> you know? Something, you yeah, know? Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind wow. of silly now. But you know, it was. I think that's when I thought, oh, you know, yeah, I can. I. I know some stuff I didn't know I knew. Yeah. I think. And, and how
1: long did this innocence of awakening take place? Was it a month or a year or what? <sighs> uh,
3: probably, it's probably still happening. Ah. I think
1: … You haven't gone through losing everything, life okay, going to hell? Yeah.
3: Happen? Oh, oh, well, yeah. No, I mean, I have done the …
1: Because you'd have that to look okay. forward to. <laughs>
3: okay. No, I – no. Okay. So, I have gone up and down a lot. I mean, we sure. all, we, I get to the place where I think, oh, this is it. I've, I've got it. Right. And then just like the Boom. young man over there … Why, why is
1: that? Why is that? Well, You're know, up and down. And, you know, uh, suddenly one day you feel like, oh, I've got enlightenment that the next day. Garbage truck pulls up and
3: yeah, or th- or n- six months yeah, yeah, later yeah, yeah. Why is that? Uh, I think mm, I was going to say the word level. I think there's another level, but maybe that's Machio. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> who's speaking I, I here? Master th- human, master human <laughs> conflict. <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. no, I mean just take a deep breath, master. And why is that?
3: Why do we go through the ups and downs? Yeah, yeah. Because we're addicted to the downs. Mm,
1: that's good. I like that.
3: Uh, Because that's what I know. That's the pattern. Drama, experience, Mm -hmm. all the rest of that. Well, we got to have the downs. We believe so that we can go back up. Well, the ones coming in
1: after you have to do that up and down and up and down.
3: Well, no, I hope they don't.
1: Yeah, maybe we all secretly wish just a little bit. (laughs) A little, (laughs) not not too much, but just a little bit. Because otherwise, they haven't really earned their wings.
2: Right. Good. Thank you. Uh,
1: One more. That awakening, that that time of innocence. A time of yes crap <clears> that time of crap <laughs> <laughs> so uh, your awakening that that uh, joyful, innocent part. Uh, how did it happen?
2: Uh, in a room with a lot of people, and uh, an in- instant it happened in the front of the room so yeah it was it was awesome, lasted for years. now the fucking garbage truck backs up every other day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah, it's isn't it's an up and down. You know, I mean, it is, it is the true history of Shaumbra anywhere around the world. You know, you hit the, uh, the awakening uh, – thank you um, – and, and you hit the awakening. I'm going to call that uh, the new day. The new day, if you would write that under awakening. Ah, suddenly you realize there's so much more. It's a new day. Everything is coming up lollipops. It's just like, oh, euphoria. And it lasts for, I don't know, sometimes three or four months, sometimes a couple years until everything goes to the dark night, if you would write that as number three, the dark night. You start experiencing the dark night and you wonder, you doubt yourself. What happened to the awakening? What happened to this innocence, this naivety, this joyfulness? Now you got the dark night. Now you're dealing with the demons within, and like I said before, they're not on the outside. These demons are they are from the inside, and now you're dealing with them. Why? Oh, why? Oh, why? The dark nights. As you go into this Realization and you wonder, is this even real? Am I just making this up? You, you, you start thinking back, oh, if I could just have my awakening days back. No way. They're gone. You are now in the dark nights. And these demons pop up and they make you wonder, is this real? Are are you a lunatic like everybody is saying you are? <laughs> a crazy witch, a wild lunatic. <laughs> and maybe you're just maybe you're freaking delusional. Maybe you're going insane, and maybe you should really go talk to that doctor that they've been <laughs> recommending for a while. Why the dark nights? Oh. <laughs> Why the dark nights? As the audience lights come down, <laughs> I'm still in the light. Uh, sorry about you, but. Well, you got a lot of stuff that's buried real deep. And it comes up. You cannot bring it into realization. You cannot bring your shit into realization. That's why Kathumi's coming by with a garbage truck to help pick it up. You simply can't. An unworthy being cannot go into realization. There is a dragon at the doorway that's making sure that you don't. That's what threshold is all about. There's a dragon at the doorway making sure that you don't bring your stuff. Into embodied realization. It is a blessing. It's not a curse. It's gonna feel like a curse at times, but it's actually a blessing. You would go insane if you tried, if you forced your way, or tried to force your way into enlightenment while still having issues of unworthiness. You would go insane. Some have tried it before. They've tried to battle that dragon at the door. They have tried to force their way in, and some have done it uh, with somewhat unnatural means – drugs – and some of these ceremonies, these extreme ceremonies, they they try to trick the dragon that is at the door, and they end up getting very, very mentally imbalanced. Because if one is unworthy, feels unworthy, and tries to go into enlightenment, boom, it all breaks down. The Dark night is meant to do a couple things. Go in and find all that crap, those feelings of unworthiness that are at many different layers and levels. They're coming from past lives. They're coming from this lifetime. And you could tell yourself all day long, look in the mirror and saying, I'm a good person, I love myself, but you don't really believe it. It's kind of macchio. It's kind of like uh, trying to frost the cake with crap. That was a nice visual. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, I'm so sorry about the cake that you brought. I shouldn't have mentioned that. It's not really chocolate. It's really cho- that's really chocolate. <laughs> okay. Now, there, there is another important component to the dark night uh, that, that plays in so well to everything we're doing right now, I'm talking a lot about how now energy serves you. Energy. That's, that's where we're at right now. Allowing energy to serve you. It's the easy life. Edith, is that you way back there? Oh, I see you. Yeah. It's the easy life, allowing energy to serve you. But a lot of you don't think you're worthy. I hear the words you say, yes, I'm ready for Realization. Yes, I'm ready to let energy serve me. But I've been watching this last month, because we're really amping it up now with allowing energy to serve you. And there's a lot of feelings of unworthiness. You put a toe into the water of this pool of energy, but you're not letting yourself jump in. It's, it's a monster unto itself. It's a huge issue. So I say that the physics, uh, the, the true physics are there is consciousness, the I Am. Its passion creates energy. The Energy is here to serve you. And that all sounds wonderful, but when the reality hits, are you really ready to let energy serve you? Or are you going to rely on things on the outside? Are you going to call that, I let energy serving me by trolling social media – Edith, I'm sorry, but I paid you <laughs> money to say this? Are you going to call that letting energy serve me? That's not. That's continuing to look outside. There is so much energy that's right here ready to serve you, but if you're not feeling worthy, you are going to block it. You are going to block it. You're going to stop it. If you're feeling that you're going to be seduced by power by money, by control over others, you've got this wealth of energy that's right here, right now. But what I'm observing – this phenomena across Shaumbra with a few exceptions of course – but I'm observing this phenomena of you turning your back on it, of you waiting, of you not applying it. Of you saying the words, but it, it, it really like saying the words like it was a mantra, but you're not believing that you're ready. And that was kind of the reason my month was tough. When I watched how it's here now, but you're wondering, am I worthy? Am I going to abuse it? Am I going to just then get sucked right back into the human ways? you you've restrained yourself you've stopped yourself from an energy flow that's actually very natural it's all here edith and all of you it's all here but it's about you now understanding that you have spiritual maturity spiritual maturity Spiritual maturity is when <coughs> you realize that, that this whole thing of the human in experience without judgment and the Master being the wisdom and the I Am now coming together, spiritual maturity where you realize what energy really is and where it comes from, right here. Spiritual maturity is allowing. Spiritual maturity is, first, being a creator. And, you know, if you listen to I Am Creation and didn't just think you already freaking knew about it, if you listened to it and understood, it is so simple. If you cannot afford it, figure out a way to do it. True creation is the joy, and it's the joy now of the human the Master, the I Am, all present right here, it's the radiance of that joy without any agenda, without defining it, without limiting it, just the open expression, radiance of that joy. That's it. That is creation. That's it. Immaturity is saying, well, what did I create? How big is it? Where is it? How am I going to benefit? That's immaturity true spiritual maturity is, I create, I'll atone. I create, and then I go into that experience. I go into that creation and I allow it to be whatever because it is my creation, not somebody else's. It is my energy that is coming in now to serve me within my creation. That's spiritual maturity. Not defining it, not saying what day it has to come or how big or how much money or anything else like that, what kind of car it's going to deliver. (coughs) That is spiritual immaturity. That is naivety. That is why many of you have held back this last month from letting energy truly serve you. You wondered if you were going to get into that game. You wondered if you were going to be spiritually immature and do the things that maybe the human would have done before, saying that, uh, Okay, I'm a creator. I'm going to create new money, new car, new job, better, better physical body, better mind. Let that go. Take a deep breath into your spiritual maturity. You are not going to go back to those old things. Fear not yourself right now, any of you. You've got the wisdom of the master, the presence of the I am, and the beauty of the experience of the human. Fear not. Letting energy serve you. I know so many of you have held off on it, almost resisted it. You've let it be a mind thing, but not a living thing, because you didn't know if you were worthy. You didn't know. If if it was going to hold you back or corrupt you, let's break through that right now. Right now. You are – you wouldn't be here if you were not – of spiritual maturity. And there's really, really nothing left to learn. Now it's about being in your creation. There's really n- nothing left to learn. Let's take a deep breath and put all this into … The consciousness shift of a marab. It took a while to get here today to this point. And remember also, just if you'd feel into it, what we're doing here is putting together a story, the history of realization. Remember so much of what you're learning and doing that others will learn. They'll they'll do it their way, but to have a certain wisdom that's come right from here, from all of you. This month, this last month, saw great gatherings of Chambra, but it also became so obvious to me that so many of you are holding back on your creations, on allowing energy to serve you. And I had to ask, why? Why? There is such beauty, my friends, such transformation when energy is now serving you. When you realize that you don't have to manipulate anything, such beauty when you you realize you look, you walk in nature, and you realize that the energy is serving you. Don't think in terms of what it's doing for your biology or what it's doing for your pocketbooks. Take a walk in nature between now and our next gath- gathering, and realize how nature is serving you. How you're walking in your own creation. How. How you're conscious and aware. Kind of hit a sticking point this last month. We're all excited and happy, and energy is going to serve me, and and then boom. I had to ask why I. I actually had several beautiful meetings with Kuthumi, Metatron. I have brought in Metatron this month quite a bit. Kuthumi, Metatron, Tobias, some of the other dear Ascended Masters. Why is it that they hear the words, allow energy to serve you, but they're not doing it? worthiness? Am I really ready? This whole thing with uh, the dark nights, you know the dark nights that are listed here on the board, the dark night. You know what it really is? It is you asking yourself, Am I really ready? That's what it is, and that's why it shows up as those tormented times, those awful times that you feel you're being ripped apart. It is you testing yourself, Am I really ready? Am I really spiritually mature? Do I need to keep walking further on the path and struggling, or am I for real? Am I spiritually mature?" You trying to find out if you're really ready and you assault yourself over and over and over with the dark nights. wonder where it's coming from. You wonder why it's there. You wonder why one moment you're up and the next moment you're down. It's you asking yourself, Am I ready? Am I worthy? You testing yourself to the core. And that's got to end. It's kind of like dark nights are kind of like Engineers. I just keep working on it and working on it and working on it. And there comes a point. Lock the engineers in the closet. And just get on with it. That's a point here, my dear friend, stop testing yourself. It's all you're doing. That's why this month. Energies didn't come into work for you so well. Oh, yeah, you you said it out of your mouth, but it wasn't in your life. You thought about it, but you didn't live it. Stop testing yourself right now. This is kind of a do or die, a stay or go home kind of program. We're not going to keep playing this game anymore. You have tested yourself to the point of great pain and misery, asking, are you really worthy? Are you really ready? Let's get on with it. Let's get on so we can really do allowing without the static and interference. Let's get on with it so energy can work in your creations for you. Let's get on with it, because there's a lot of other humans on this planet that are going to come in the second wave, but you're holding that back. if you're going to continue testing yourself, you're going to continue playing games, you're going to continue your, your energy issues, your abundance issues and all the rest of that, this is not the place. The dark nights are simply you testing yourself. You want to get rid of these ups and downs. You need some of them when you first go through awakening and all the rest of that. There's a certain internal assessment, but then it becomes obsessive. Let's take a deep breath. It's as simple as making a decision. Dear human, dear human, are you ready to stop testing yourself? Because that's all it is, a game. Am I worthy? Am I still a schmuck? Do I still have imbalances? Let's take a deep breath and let's move into True Allowing, number four on the board. That's the next phase. I've been talking about it for years and you've done a pretty darn good job with it, but. After the dark nights, after the storms, we glide into true Allowing. No longer the human in control, I'm sorry, but no longer the human in control. The human inexperience, experience, yes, but we come into Allowing, the beauty of the human, the Master and the I Am. next month. I want to see that a lot of you have gotten over this whole testing of yourself and are really, truly beginning to let energy serve you. I'm not talking about little stories of finding a hundred dollars on the sidewalk. That's nothing. I'm talking little stories of somebody coincidentally pulling out of a parking space just when you're looking for one. Those are minor. Those are nothing. Those, that, that's, like, that's like feeding a raisin to a horse. It's nothing. <laughs> Let's go into allowing and letting energy serve you, letting it work for you. Your energy, Edith. Your energy. Nobody else's. Let's take a deep breath. And human, who is the experienced human, are you ready to stop testing? The Master is not testing you. The I Am is not testing. They're impatient with you now. Are you ready to be worthy, period, and then we can move on? In this next month, I'm not going to be coming around to you. I'll be in Quihak, of course, but I'm not going to be coming around to chat. I want you to find your own answers. Yeah, I'm still with you every step, blah, 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 but this <laughs> next month consider that I'm on vacation. I want you to go within yourself and I want you to, I want you to dialogue with the Master and the I Am. I want you to hear what they have to say about your testing of yourself. You're the one creating the dark nights. Am I worthy? Am I ready for real creation? Am I ready to be within my creations? That's it. Let's take a good, deep breath, and with a very special honoring to Edith for being such um, a good uh, partner in this today but edith let's move on okay new chair new month good deep breath everybody we move beyond testing of self to find out to find out uh, are you really serious about this are you really ready for enlightenment uh, you have the grit for it, we're ready to move on. And it's going to show first by letting energy serve you. That's it. With that, and all due respect to all of you, we'll see you in 30 days or so, I Am that I Am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Thank you. And all is well in all of creation. Thank you.
0: And so it is. I invite all of us to stay with the good deep breath. To take a moment to let this message to let this message integrate for you. To breathe in and to remember that you were given homework and to allow that dialogue with the I Am and the Master. Take the good deep breath. And take care of you. You're on your own, remember. Adamus isn't going to be hanging around this month for each of us. So take a good deep breath. Take care of you. And we'll be back. We'll be back. I think it's in ex- I think it's five weeks. I think it's exactly five weeks. So, with that, Thank you for being here at the Crimson Circle. We'll see you in those five weeks for the last session of the Wing series. Thank you to our audience in the studio. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you for being here. Breathe for you. We'll see you. Thank you. Thank you to the staff, everyone that's out there. Thank you. And Jeffrey Hoppy.